the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. And guess who I found in the bowels of the building? What's your name, by the way? You know my name. (laughs) (laughs) Get your mic closer. There you go. There you go. Hey, a few minutes ago, we had Tom call about a Duramax, and we had Peter that had curb rash, and I told him to call Alan. So I walked downstairs. The church is having a big deal in the bays where they're doing some work on ladies' cars that belong to the church, and you're standing there. Right. So I figured, I'm going to have you come upstairs, and we'll just deal with those right now because I gave him the phone number and said to call Alan. But before we do that, let me tell you about IMM Auto Service. IMM Auto Service has been in business since 1972. David, who owns IMM Auto Service, is in Tempe, northeast corner, a little south of the 202, a little west of the 101. He prioritizes your work. He offers you to-the-penny estimate. He performs, performs only the work you need and you've authorized. He gives you a warranty. He has ASC technicians, and some of them are masters. And he works on anything in your garage like a lot of us don't. A lot of us don't work on Swedish, Italian, or Asian. Asian, yes, but Swedish and Italian, no. Volvo, Saabs, Fiat, and Alfa Romeos, many shops don't deal with those, but David at IMM does. So no matter if you have a Toyota, Chevy, a Ford, a Chrysler in your garage, and you have a Volvo, Saab, Fiat, or Alfa Romeo, you only need one shop. That's IMM Auto Service in Tempe. Okay, question number one. Uh, Tom called in from an 06 Duramax. He put in a 50-gallon aftermarket tank. Can it be reprogrammed to read 50? Can his computer be told that it's really a 50 as opposed to a 35? Yes and no. Okay. Uh, Not easily, not economically. Uh, We can write a custom tune for the truck, but that's going to get expensive for just that. Okay, so basically, we're going to have to write a new program that's essentially the same fuel and spark delivery program, but we're going to have to write a new program and download the program and change one parameter. Yeah, instead of change. Yeah, now we can. It's going to be the same price whether you just do that or add some performance. So you might as well at that point do the performance as well. Okay. But uh, yeah, basically a custom tune. Um, and we can change just that one setting, or we can change as many settings as you want. A custom tune costs about what? Uh, they run anywhere from 500 to 1000 with the hardware, because you've okay. got to have something to load it on. And if you just do a performance, would that come with the change in fuel tank yes. size? Yes. Yeah. They're all the same. Whether I change one parameter or 50 parameters, they're all the same. Okay, so if you were to buy a performance, a programmer, to reprogram it to put, add a little bit of power to the Duramax... Is it going to come no. with the fuel tank? Okay. No. All right. No, you have to. It has to be custom. There is no none that I know of that have 
that are off the shelf, quote unquote, off the shelf programming that have a fuel tank on the Duramax of fuel tank capabilities. All right. Now you sell what brand when you up the the fuel? What what brands is those plastic tanks like I Titan. have? Titan. Yeah. Okay. How many of trucks that you install those can you go in with a scanner and change Just the, the fuel? Just the Fords. Just the Fords. Yes. Okay, so that's the answer that I should have known, is this Duramax and Dodges are out of the question. Yes. On the Ford, we can change it. Give me an example from where to where. You mean years? No, uh, oh, gallons. Well, years, actually. I can do, uh, I believe it's 08 up, we can do. Okay. And then gallons, they have preset, so they basically they took the the Titan uh, sizes for the crew cab and the, and the uh, crew cab and the crew cab short bed and the crew cab long bed and they put them in their programming so i can just go in there grab that number 57 or 62 or whatever it is grab it and then change it change it so you instantly. can do it take a 35 off and put a 50 in there yep okay instantly all right number two peter uh he has some curb rash on his mercedes-benz wheels and when i talked about paint he did not correct me and say they're chrome okay all right so first of all if somebody's got road rash on their wheels and they're expensive wheels like this mercedes-benz probably clearly is and they want to take them someplace and have them done. That costs about what? Yeah, uh, depending on the finish, that's going to be the biggest thing. Depending okay. on the finish, it could be 150 to 200 bucks a piece. Okay. Now he said he got a quote for 150 dollars a piece. Right. Okay. I said something that may you end up name not liking, but he talked. He talked in his. I wrote it down specifically. Slight curb rash. Right. So I'm thinking, and I talked about paint. So he didn't say anything about it's chrome. So I'm thinking we put the, t- the car up in the lift, we rotate the tires, we take a sander with the 200-grit uh, uh, sandpaper on it, and as we rotate it, we just clean up the lip on the tires. Then after that, we're going to kind of have to mask off the tires if we're going to, and we go over to Space Age, and we get a can of paint that matches the paint on his car, and we just rotate the tires, spray the wheel again, and we're done. Yeah, that could be done. Um when you get into custom colors, it it, can be, it becomes a little more difficult. If they're black or silver, that's not a problem. Uh, chrome is out of the question fixing it here. That'll be something that'll have to be repaired, and then they have to strip the chrome, and then they have to re-chrome it, so that, that could get expensive. But depending on the finish, depending on the colors, yes, that is definitely a possibility. Okay, and would that be uh, an hour's worth of work at whatever the labor rate is from 100 well, to Well, I have to break them all down. So you've got 80, you've got 80 to 100, depending on the size, just in dismounting them and mounting them, plus the time we've got in in cleaning them up and, and materials. Okay, so so then it's 80 on and off and rebalance. Yeah, 80 to 100, yes. Okay, and then we got another 100 $112 in our labor rate. 100 150 yeah. Okay, yeah. so to two, do the paint. Yeah. And that way we don't have to mask the tires off. We don't have to mask the the tires from the wheels. We can just spray the wheels. Yeah, it's easier to put them on a, because um, uh, a lot of times the tires wrap around the wheels, and I won't be able to get in there and sand them right. So what I'll typically do is just put them on the machine and spin them around and just keep my sander in one spot and get it nice and rounded so it's all kind of uniform. You're going to put it on the spin balancer machine uh, and rotate no, it? No, I'm going to put it on the tire machine. It, okay. it, it spins horizontally instead okay. of vertically. So I'll just kind of stand there, keep my foot on the pedal, let it spin slowly, and keep my sander up against the lip of the wheel and just okay. kind of, you know, roll it back and forth. You're, you're pretty good at fixing these wheels because you and your guys tear up wheels every once in a while. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time on racks, to be real honest with you, but yeah, or mounting them, yeah, definitely. Okay, so we, we, we've screwed up our fair share in the repair you're talking about. Now, how many places in town fix wheels like this? Uh, there's a there's a couple that I know of. Okay, and who do you use? Now, do, do the place you use, will they take walk-in traffic or not? Yes. 
Okay, so uh, let's say their name because they take walk-in. If they if they wouldn't take walk-in and they're only going to work as a wholesaler to the repair shop, then there's no sense in using their name. So right. who is the place you're talking? I about? use Wheel Specialist when it's something that's out of our realm. Okay, realm. And and who would the contact be at Wheels Specialist? Wheel Specialist. Okay. Um, I I mean I would call Curtis. That's who I knew, normally deal with. Okay. And Curtis, is, is it his dad that goes back with me 30, 40 years, or his grandfather? No, it's actually his uncle's father. Okay. His uncle is the owner, and okay. then his, his father knew you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And we, and we go back a long time. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, you can just stay here and help me with some of this stuff. We're going to go to Kevin. Kevin, thank you for holding as long as you did. How can I help you today? Hey, thanks. Take a call, Mark. I got a uh, 2005 Jeep, um, and just yesterday driving home, I set it here in a, a hissing sound. I thought it was the, the blower, uh, and I turned it all off, and all of a sudden I realized it was the brake pedal that's making a hissing sound. Uh, press it all the way down, uh, you know, put, uh, apply all the pressure, and they stop, but then it sputted up, and it kind of makes like a, like a squirting noise or an air, like there's air in the line. Um, but it goes on and off, and if you get up to speed, it uh, hiss goes away, and then slow down. Um, it sort of comes back on stronger, the noise that it makes. So I'm not sure. Brakes are good all around, but I don't know if that's cylinder or air or if there's a, a brake the ABS system going, going no. bad or what's going on. No, no. Yeah, it, it, it has power brakes, yes? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, that's the booster leaking. The booster is we, we have a vacuum line to the booster underneath the hood. Mm-hmm. And we're sucking on the booster to give you power assist. So... It, the and the pedal goes into the backside of the booster. So because you're moving the pedal around and you're hearing a hiss, it's not really the booster exhaling air. It's the booster inhaling air. So because we're sucking on the booster, we're holding a vacuum inside the booster. So you're breaking the seal at the back of the booster, and that hissing noise is actually air being sucked into the booster and not air coming out of the booster. Now. To do the booster, I want to make a suggestion to you. You're going to have to replace the booster. There's no two ways about it. This is something that we might see once in five years. So you're the most unluckiest son of a gun I've (laughs) heard of in a long time. But you're going to have the option of buying just the booster or the booster and the master as a package. And you are far better served to do the master and the booster as a package. And here's why. If the back of the master cylinder has been leaking into the booster... It warped the big rubber diaphragm and caused a problem. That's the problem you got now. Well, if you don't, if you just slide the master off and set it over here on the left and and swap the booster, you've still got a master that's leaking brake fluid in the back, and all it's going to do is wipe out that new booster. So buy both of them as a, as a point and replace both of them at the same time. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay, you betcha. Brake booster. We'll put next to Kevin's name. And, um, Terry, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. I'm a snowbird, and I've got a 2006 Toyota Camry. The issue I have is, um, a couple years ago, I replaced the front brakes, and I put on high-end ceramic, the best brakes I could get in the car. Okay. And when it sits in the garage overnight, it doesn't matter if I'm here in Arizona or back in Wisconsin, as I back up, the brakes squeak. Okay. Uh, it doesn't bother me because my hearing's not that good, but it bothers my wife. Okay. Well, <laughs> Any suggestions on how to solve this? Yeah, does your wife snore? 
Uh, no, but I do. Oh, okay. Well, I was just going to say, you can tell her that the brakes bother you when they're snoring. But I'm not going to get into wife snoring right now. I'm just making a joke. I, I want to be honest with you. Uh, I would think that you could have somebody do a hardware kit on the rear brakes. No, and, these are the front brakes. Okay, well, do a hardware kit on the front brakes. But I want to tell you something. If the only time you hear the squeals when you're backing out and you don't ever hear it anywhere else, I want to tell you, if if you can just get past the wife, I really wouldn't spend any money on that. I can virtually guarantee you that this is never going to cause you the loss of brakes. This is never going to cause you heartburn. This is never going to cause you a dime's worth of anything. The, and it's most likely that you've got some really hard ceramic pads in there. It's it's possible that that Camry should have not had any ceramic pads in it. It's possible the rotors aren't matched for the ceramic pads. However, all of that aside... If you can live with the noise just backing out of the driveway a little bit, then I wouldn't do anything. Okay. Nothing. So I, I think there's no harm, no foul. I think you probably have a mismatch somewhere, and it's not going to cause any problems. Ceramic is the new thing, but I'm pretty sure your Camry, your 06 Camry, um, didn't come with and probably didn't call for. But the guy at the parts store says, hey, do you want good, better, best? You probably said best. He gave you ceramic, and that's yeah. okay. All righty. Thank you. You betcha, Terry. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. What are you doing downstairs besides uh, supervising the uh, church guys fixing the cars? Drinking coffee and eating donuts. <laughs> You're really going to admit that? Yeah, why? Okay, all right. I saw you, but I am really kind of proud of you because that one lady had a nail in her tire. Yeah. And they were looking around for somebody to take the tire off and patch it. Yeah. And you actually remember how to do that. Remember? Yeah. I taught people how to do that. <laughs> you taught people how to do yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> I can well, do that in my sleep. I were I, I asked around to the guys that were there, my guys, your, yeah. our guys, and I said, does anybody know how to use that newfangled tire machine? And they all said, Alan does. And I said, well, we can't get the tire off to patch it unless we get the tire off the wheel. Yeah. And about that time, you walked in, and, they, and I handed you to the tire and said, here, go take this off. Did you actually take it off and patch it and put it back on? I, I took it off. Uh, Brandon patched it, and okay. I put it back on. Okay. What about the balance? Did you rebalance, or you just uh, marked uh, the weights? Yeah, I marked them. Where okay. they were at. All righty. 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. 
How would you like to flip a contract on a house overnight for a nice profit? Hi, I'm Nick Fertucci. For the last three years, my elite team of house flippers have used my unique three-step flipping system to reduce risk and make money flipping houses. I'm growing my team in your area, and I'm looking for help. I have more cash available than deals right now, and I can show you how to get up to $350,000 of pre-approved real estate funding. That's right, I said it. $350,000 of pre-approved real estate funding, regardless of credit score. Interested candidates, call now and get an inside peek of my flipping system. I'll rush you out a free copy of my fortunes and flipping cd kit that will show you how to get in get out and get paid when you come join my team call 1-800-450-1024 now and get your free fortunes in flipping cd call 800-450-1024 now and you'll also get free tickets to a live training workshop that includes a free meal a free smartwatch, power charger and usb drive loaded with powerful information as free gifts just for attending call 800-450-1024 that's 800-450-1024 call now. Rich is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. Rich is texting and driving. Rich, no. What are you doing, Rich? I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and you know what? We have the entire Salem Family Brain Trust here. To my right is Alan Salem, who just admitted a few minutes ago that he was downstairs while a church group was repairing women's cars for the church, and uh, he admitted to drinking coffee and eating donuts. <laughs> supervising. And supervising. And to my left is my daughter, Andy. I was making sure that the donuts weren't poisonous and the coffee wasn't, <laughs> was adequate. To my left is Andy Salem, my is. daughter. And, uh, and she's actually running the operation. And her biggest uh, task is? Taking care of Alan. That's, and watching Alan. Yeah. Yeah, just watching Alan. So care in of essence, him. I'm actually running the place, right? Because if she's watching over me and her biggest task is me, no, her biggest task has to do with the, the, the you're like that guy that's in the cartoons that walks around in a cloud of dust. <laughs> oh, we want to talk about a cloud of dust when he just came down on break. God, that's that was unbelievable. What? You came through that door, okay? and I thought someone was either shot or choking in the front office. Probably on dust. Hey, there's a guy that's going to be calling you. Okay, what 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 are you so what are you so frazzled about? I, I just didn't want to forget. Okay, I got, I weirdo. Got three, I got two minutes between breaks, and I had two things to tell you. Okay. I was surprised well, did to you see have down to there. Run? 
I only have two minutes, and I had to go to the bathroom at the same time. You have time. to go like eight feet. <laughs> I had to run all the way downstairs and go into the pace. All the way down all one flight of stairs. Yeah. All right. You guys knock it off. I control your mics, okay? okay. All right. Okay. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Larry Harker's Auto. He is one of the best diagnosticians I know. They've been in business since 1967. Bob at Larry Harker's Auto is well-known for fast, affordable service from auto electrical, brake service, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance, but... Bob is a great diagnostician. So you walk in there and you say, Bob, I've had this to 47 other shops and nobody can fix it. And that's like waving the red flag in front of a bull. So 38th Avenue and Indian School, if you've got a car nobody else can fix, I would tell you, take it to Bob at Larry Harker's Auto. All right, we're going to go to the phones first. And, Andy, you can help out Morgan. Morgan, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. I love your show, Thank by you. the way. Um, I just have a quick question. Um, I have... Um, I've recently switched to um, blended oil okay. or half synthetic, and um, and so I was just wondering how often should I change my oil? Because I've heard a few different things. I know, I know, three thousand miles is kind of conventional with regular oil, and so I was just wondering. I want to keep my car in tip-top shape. Andy. Yeah, I would say with the semi-synthetic, which it sounds like is what you're using, you would be good between five to seven thousand miles. Okay. Uh, and and really and truly, um, conventional oil, which is probably where you came from, Morgan, right. I want you to think three to five on conventional, five to seven on semi-synthetic or blended oil, and from seven to ten or even 12,000 on full synthetic. So the difference in the three oils is not only quality, but intervals. Now, how many miles okay. a year do you drive, Morgan? Um, not Not too many. I would say maybe like Maybe 11,000 a year. Okay. So if you, in your case, you'd have two oil changes a year if you go to 5,000 miles, okay? Mm -hmm. And if you do two oil changes a year, then you do them in April and October, the beginning okay. of the summer, the beginning of winter, and that's like a home run, okay? Okay. All right. And I have one more quick question. What Do you guys think that blended oils, okay, my car is a 2006 Honda Accord, 174,000 miles. Should I... Should I be using a blended, or do you think I should be using a fully synthetic? Synthetic. I, I think I think you should stay with the semi-synthetic okay. that you're using. Yeah. Okay. Why is that? Well, first of all, if we put in a twelve thousand mile oil, then you're not going to see a repair shop for a year, and you have a hundred and some odd thousand mm -hmm. miles on it, and I think that's a bad deal for you. I think okay. we have too many miles, and we need to check the air in your tires. We need to, you know, check your tires for nails. We need to do that service. And so I'm scared that we're not going to see you. Now, if you had a spring chicken car that had 30,000 miles on it, I would be different. Not only okay. that is, is that you're likely to consume a little bit more synthetic in your old own engine than, a, than you would a semi-synthetic. So okay. I, I, I would... Would, would you say, say the you, thickness of the oil has something to do with it well, as far as oil leaks as well? The weight. Mm -hmm. The weight. The weight. But I'm pretty sure she's in a in a ten thirty or a, she's not in a zero twenty. She's no. not in a, no. a twenty twenty. Right. So right. so you're gonna be in a ten thirty or you're gonna be in a ten forty or a twenty fifty, and all of those would be appropriate. But on a synthetic we've got to bring her down in weight to a zero twenty or a fifteen twenty or something like that, and that and that's gonna be a tough thing for that uh, that older model Honda. Right. So sure. We're still sticking with our original, uh, the consensus, okay? All right, awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Thank Morgan. you. Doug, good morning to you. How can we help you? Hey, good. I got a spark plug question for okay. you. I have a 2008 Honda Ridgeline. 
uh, love this car. It's just uh, past uh, 100,000 miles. Now, the dealer is recommending spark plugs and uh, uh, valve adjustment. Okay. Uh, last time we were in uh, for oil change, I had him pull one of the spark plugs and look at it. And it's a spark plug that I haven't seen before. The center electrode is pointy rather than flat like most of them have been. Called a wire. The center okay. electrode is is a fine wire. Yeah. Um, to me, it looked pretty clean and, and okay. Uh, what should I look for in a spark plug like that as far as wear? Well, there's going to be two points of wear. You have to look under a magnifying glass at the fine wire, and instead of being flat on the top and straight down the sides, it's going to be pointed, and it's going to be worn. And okay, it's got mine was very pointed. Okay, I know, but under a, a, a magnifying glass, it'll look more like a, the, the tip of an ice pick as opposed to a clean eraser square on the okay. back of a pencil. Number two, you've been around the world four times. So it's not going to be dirty. It's not going to be dirty at 25,000, at 50, at 75,000. It's not going to be dirty. But your spark plugs have been around the world four times. I'm in agreement you are best served, and I'll tell you another thing. Those spark plugs, sooner or later, are going to gall inside those spark plug holes, and it's going to take a jackhammer to get them out. And if they bring the threads, you've just taken what would have been some cheesy, cheap bill and turned it into two or $3,000. Okay. So getting them in and out is a good time right now. With respect to the valve adjustment, Here's my take on that, and you guys chip, chime in. If you have a little bit of a clatter in the morning that goes away, or if you ever have any backfires, those are the symptoms of either loose valves or valves too tight. So if you never have a clatter first thing in the morning that goes away once you develop oil pressure, or if you never have any backfire and it would indicate a valve is too tight, then my personal opinion is is I'm skipping the valve adjustment. What does what your owner's manual say as far as... Uh um, those two uh, services, services, uh, the, the intervals. I'm sorry, what? What is your ser- What does your owner's manual say with regards to the intervals based on the spark plugs and the valve adjustment? I would have to look at that. I that would be the place I start as well. And, yeah. and I agree with him. You you need to look at that because if it doesn't appear in your owner's manual, then um, then the question really is is what do they hear that leads them to believe that. But I'm in agreement on the spark plugs, regardless of what your owner's manual says. At 100,000 miles, we don't want to dig them out. And when we dig them out, the bill gets ugly. So, all righty, thank you very much. Thank you, Doug. Now, Frederick, Nathan, and Darren, you stay right there because on the other side of this break, we're going to take you. But, Frederick, we're going to take you right now if we can get your question real quick. I have a 1990 uh, Chevy C1500. I had a... um, head gasket leak. Before this, it ran absolutely tip-top. I, I redid the uh, head gasket, put the intake manifold on. Okay, hold your, hold your thought. Hold your thought, because i got to be, I'm, I'm out in 15 seconds. So stay right there, and we got the initial stuff, and we're going to pick up the rest in just about three and a half minutes. So stay right there. And Nathan and Darren, you stay right there. 960 The Patriot. My name is Mark Salem. Andy's to my left. Alan's to my right. We'll be right back. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. This is Michael Medved. I'm coming to Phoenix on March 29th for a very special, super private dinner with some of the Patriots' very best listeners. But that doesn't mean you've missed your chance to say hello and have a conversation with me. Thursday, March 30th, I'm going to be broadcasting my show live from Grand Canyon Planning and Associates in Scottsdale. It's sponsored by Guns Etc. Stop by to watch the broadcast from 12 to 3. Now, in addition, Seth and Chris will be on hand to do their show from 3 to 6 p.m. Starting at 3.30, I'm signing books until 5. We'll have food trucks on hand, and hopefully we'll have you. The Michael Medved Show and the Seth and Chris Show live Thursday, March 30th from 12 to 6 at Grand Canyon Planning and Associates. Sponsored by Guns Etc. Visit 960thepatriot.com for event details and directions. That's 960thepatriot.com. Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the Y for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the Y, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the Y. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that, so while you might think of the Y as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the Y. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. Okay, so just type the job website address here. That's it. Then you enter what job you're looking for there. Electrician. This is Peter. Recently, he got help going on the Internet for the first time to look for a new job. Okay, then you just hit search and... In the past, Peter's gotten work through people he knew, but he heard there were more jobs online. There we go. These are all for me? Uh-huh. Really? He had no idea just how many. I can't believe it. This one looks good. Peter is thinking the Internet might be for him after all. And this is just one website. Wow. Why didn't I do this sooner? See what the Internet can help you do at everyoneon.org or call 1-855-387-9166 to find a free training class near you. Brought to you by Connect to Compete and the Ad Council. All about- 
Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. i got to do a real spot, and then we're going to go back to Frederick real quick. Um, Automatic Transmission Exchange has been around Phoenix since 1968. I think he's one of the oldest shops on my best car repair shops list. He does transmission repairs and replacements. He does services. He does just about anything you need. Even even though you may think that every transmission needs to be replaced, that's not the case at all. Probably one out of five needs to be replaced, and the other four can be repaired. So if you're anywhere near central Phoenix, Automatic Transmission Exchange is located at 40th Street in Washington, and they're now open Saturdays from 8 to 12, so they'll drive your car and talk to you for free. Saturday, 8 to 12, 40th Street in Washington, Automatic Transmission Exchange. Frederick, I know that you pulled the uh, head off of it and you pulled the intake off of it, so move on from there. Um, long story short, I broke the golden rule. If okay. it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, head gaskets no longer leak. Intake does not leak. But while I had the throttle body off, I rebuilt it. I mean, it was fairly straightforward. But ever since then... While it's cold in the morning, it, it just wants to fall on its face. And it, it didn't happen before. Once it warms up, it, it drives like a charm. Okay. I, yeah, you violated a rule. Um, there are three <laughs> adjustments on the throttle body. you got the idle air control motor. You have the throttle position sensor. And then you've got that infamous screw. And you have to synchronize all three of those. So you have to set the TPS to a specific voltage. You have to set the throttle blades to a specific RPM. And then you have to have an idle air control motor of somewhere between 5 and 10. So it's, that's not going to be too hard. Unless, of course, you've got a vacuum leak that you don't know about and the engine's having a tough time. So somebody puts it on a scanner and starts looking and finds out the idle air control counts are zero and this motor's still idling, then we've got a vacuum leak that you created. Now we've got to go okay. find it, and it's not that hard to find. So um, what part of town do you live in? I live in Peoria. Okay. Um, let's see, Peoria, I, Thunderbird Automotive, 88th and Thunderbird. Um, he could handle that uh, setting up your idle. Uh, Mike's Auto Tech, Action Auto Repair, Kurt's Auto Repair. All of those guys are up in that area, and every single one of those guys could straighten out and synchronize the throttle position sensor, the idle air control motor, and the base, what we call curb idle. All right. I All appreciate right. it, Mark. Thank you, you very bet. much. You bet. You. Nathan, you're up next. How can we help you today? Hey, I have two um, totally separate issues, small issues, not really causing anything performance-wise, but the first one is my radio kind of has a mind of its own just turns off and on whenever it pleases um and the way i've kind of figured out that fixes it at least temporarily so i have like a rubber mallet i just kind of smack on the side of it and that makes the makes the symptoms go away temporarily but then later on it'll turn off or back on or do its thing again i kind of smack it every now and then to keep it working you know, the the fact that you're doing that would indicate that we have a bad connection, a bad somewhere inside the dashboard. Um, how, how old is the car? It's an 06 Scion TC, and I've had this issue going on for at least three years. Okay. Um, we would send you to one of two places. Your your place is called what? Cartoons. Cartoons. K-A-R-T-U-N-E-S. T-U-N-E-S. We use them almost always for stereo systems, speaker systems. They're really good, and what they do the very best is is they go into this very sophisticated dashboard and fix your problem, and they come out without all the pry marks and all the damage and all that other stuff that uh, other people do. Now, there's a place in, in Tempe that we use as well called Sounds Good to Me. 
be mm-hmm. prepared that they're going to say to you that it's not a connection at the radio, so it must be in the radio, so your cheapest thing is just to replace the radio. And here okay. are your options. You want CD, you want cassette, you want AM, FM, you want satellite, what you want. They'll handle that. But that's what we would do. We would not take your dash apart. Um, we would just tell you, we're going to send you to somebody who, who knows what the heck they're doing. Okay. All right. I appreciate the advice there. Then there was uh, one other one. My tire light has been on just forever. And I've had multiple tire shops look at it to see if they can figure out why the tire light won't go off, even when they're properly inflated and everything. No one can figure it out. And I've, I've done it like every time I've gotten my tires replaced, I'll ask them about it. They take a look and then it just stumps them. Okay, well, sitting next to me is the tire uh, TPMS, Tire Pressure Monitoring System. He helped invent it. He knows more about it <laughs> than anybody else I know. He's the guru of TPMS. And we actually call him TPMS, but it doesn't really stand for Tire Pressure Monitoring <laughs> System. It has to do with toilet paper, and then there's a couple of secret words. So, Mr. <laughs> TPMS, do you want to comment on that? Yeah. You said it's 06? Yeah, it's an 06. So you got one of two problems going on. Either you have a dead sensor. Uh, batteries usually last about seven years. Um, so you either have a, 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 a damaged um, or missing or sensor with the battery gone. Or uh, we need to relearn your... Um, tire positions? No, not the tire positions. I need to suck the information out of the factory sensors, uh, all four of them at the same time, and then program them back into the vehicle with a, with a tool. And uh, and that that will one of those one of those two things is your problem. And give me a range. It's no less than this, no more than this. Uh, forty-five to one hundred twenty-five. And when we talk about telling the computer about where they are, let's just pretend that we have four different colored sensors: red, white, blue, and black. Okay. We need to tell the computer where they all are. Otherwise, it says, hey, your black one, or it says your right rear is low, but in reality, the black sensor it's looking at that thinks it's in the right rear is in the left front. So I heard you say specifically you check all the tires every time this happens. Well, that tells me that it's not going to be one of the tires that's low. It's like what Alan says. You got a dead sensor. You got a battery that's dead. So 45 to 125, and obviously that has to do with are you going to break the tire down? Are you going to replace the sensor? And well, are you going to program that's just, it? That's just the, the labor to kind of figure it out and fix it. If if there's a sensor, then obviously you'll have the cost of a sensor as well. Okay. And, so, and spare tires typically have sensors in them as well, that's and that's a lot is, of things people forget. Yes, we ran they, into that this week. A lot of people forget that the, the, your, your, sometimes your spare has a sensor. You definitely want to check that as well. And that can cause havoc because if they rotated the spare in, then that can, if it's a full-size spare, that could cause havoc because the computer wouldn't know where that other color came from. Right. Yeah, yeah or they're checking the four tires and not checking the spare, spare. and the spare is the issue. If that's the case, then you need to, when they pass the plate next time, um, Nathan, you need to put mm-hmm. an extra $10 in there. Because if you air up the spare and that light goes out, we just saved you a mm-hmm. lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have used my spare a bunch, so that, that may be part of it then. Okay, we'll try it out. We, we know that's right. what will take care of it. All right, thank you very much. And uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Bill and Harry. Those are our two, if you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960. My name's Mark Salem. My daughter, Andy, is to my left, and Alan's to my right. And like I said before, Alan's, uh, Andy's entire job is, is to keep track of her older brother, Alan. We'll be right back. Earnings vary based on your effort.
Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Phoenix? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Phoenix area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Phoenix is a perfect market for my system, and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-551-8400. Seating is extremely limited. Call in the next 10 minutes and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. That's 1-800-551-8400. That's 1-800-551-8400. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up? Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and Alan's gone. Andy's still here with me. And this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Action Auto Repair I-17 in Deer Valley. He's a full-service family-owned operation. He's been in North Phoenix and serving the Deer Valley and North Phoenix area since 1983. Tom and his staff are well-known for quality workmanship, great customer service, fast turnaround time, and their technicians are ASE Master Certified which means they know what they're doing. So if you live anywhere near Deer Valley and I-17, he's on the northwest corner, and the name of the shop is Action Auto Repair. Let's go to Bill. Bill, good morning. How can we help you? Hi. Uh, 2002 Acura 3.2 TL. Uh, took it to a repair facility for leaking power steering fluid. Uh, they ended up uh, replacing a pressure hose and the power steering pump 
uh, still leaking, uh, what would be the course of action other than I've kind of got it scheduled to take it back to them next week? I, I would say... I would say take it back to them. Give them yeah. the first shot at, at making it right. That's what I would say. Okay, th- let's talk about that, though. I was going to say maybe have somebody else look at it because isn't the possibility exist that this is going to turn into, oh, well, we did the high-pressure hose and we did the pump, but now the rack is leaking, and it's because the pump has too much pressure and it's uh, out of the old pressure because the old pump was really tired and the new pump has high pressure, so now you're eating a rack. And I'm bothered yeah, by um, that. Yes, uh, sorry about that. I didn't give all the backstory. The rack and pinion was replaced also. Okay, well, they own the um, whole thing. They own the whole thing. Was it the rack, the rack, the hose, and the pump were all replaced at the same time or just close proximity time-wise? No, pr- close proximity. So it was rack okay. and pinion, and then uh, um, then it turned into the power steering pump, and it turned into the high pressure. Yeah, I would take it back to them. Okay, you have to because they own all that. Now, there is one other part. And that's called the low-pressure return line. So you got this hose with two clamps on the end of it that shouldn't be too expensive to replace, but they own this because they've replaced everything on your car. So if you still have that red or clear amber fluid leak, they own that. So you just tell them this. With all due respect, don't spend any of my money unless you call me. I have a leak. Here's a paper towel with the oil on it. Call me and let me know when it's ready. That's the way I would handle it. Okay. Yeah, they had they had they had replaced that high pressure hose uh, free of charge since. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. but but we still got the low pressure hose, and so the low pressure hose is two clamps and a piece of uh, power steering rubber low pressure line. Hopefully that's it, and hopefully they'll do that one because the high pressure hose is three times as much as the low pressure hose. But good luck to you. I agree with Andy. You need to go back to them. I'm just adding something to it. They own this. This is theirs. Right. So, right. all right. Okay. Thank you very Thank much. You. you betcha. And let's go to Harry. Harry, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning there. Glad, uh, glad you're on again. Thank you. Hey, uh, uh, I've got a couple quick questions. You were talking about oil. I was over at Walmart the other day, wandering around their auto parts uh, area, and I noticed Mobile One has a uh, has an oil out that says it's good for a year. And I've been using Mobile One. They're full synthetic uh, for my Honda. And uh, it's like 26 bucks. Well, this new stuff is like almost $50, but it says it's good for a year. Now, what okay. is this the sales ploy or what? No, no, they, Mobile One is now called two Mobile Ones. You have Mobile One that, uh, and first of all, in the caveat in the very bottom of the, the marketing, it says uh, good for one year or whatever your car manual says. Okay, they have Mobile One, which is 10,000 mile interval. Then they have Mobile One Extended, which is I think 12 to 15,000 miles. So they've taken Mobile One and divided it into two different products because some of the import cars, like the Audis and the Mercedes and the Porsches, are saying that they can go 12 to 15,000 miles if you use a full synthetic. So Mobile wants to gather up that market. So they couldn't do it when they had a 10,000-mile. Harry, do you remember when Mobile One was 25,000 miles in, oh, in yeah, the early yeah. 80s? Oh, yeah, multi-unit. I tried. Yeah. So, it cost me a motor. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it's really, and people don't understand, you know, you, you, that, that synthetic oil can be $10, $12 a quart. So it, it's kind of expensive, but if you do it right, Harry, then you only do one oil change a year and, and instead of three. That's okay, you yeah, had a second other, question. One other quick question. Uh, you had talked to, oh, previously, you know, maybe a year or so ago, about a, a device that you can plug into your cigarette light if you're going to change battery 
on your car so you won't lose all your settings. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, does that still work? I had a issue with my Honda. I left the key on and run the battery down, and all my settings are gone. I had to call Honda to find out the security PIN number so I could program it back in. Mm-hmm. And uh, does that particular device, is just a 9-volt battery, does that work with the newer vehicle? Well, here's the deal. You left something on, which is going to take that 9-volt battery down within 20 minutes. Well, so, no, I didn't have that plugged in. I just I, I had wiped out the regular battery, so I charged it up, and but I still didn't have my settings. Now, my question is, if I need a new battery uh, and I go replace it, they're telling me I'm going to have to go through this all again. Okay. And, uh, I, I can answer your question. It's two-part, though. Okay. All right. If... The battery won't last more than about 20 minutes. The 9-volt battery will okay. only handle for 20 minutes. I don't want people to think that I'm going to plug in the 9-volt battery into my cigarette lighter. That way, if I leave the dome light on, I'm going to be okay in the morning because that's not the case. We'll take that 9-volt battery down on a drain like that in no time. We're just going to plug it into the car just long enough to pull the battery out, put a new one in, which right. is about a 10, 15-minute uh, deal. And the 9-volt is enough to maintain all the seat uh, presets and the radio presets and the car presets during that period of time. So the answer to your question is, if you disconnect the battery, you have about, oh, 10 to 20 minutes with a 9-volt battery into the cigarette lighter. That's all you got. Okay, so the, the older one, because I have one, but I haven't tried it, uh, it will work on the newer vehicles. Absolutely. Because they got a lot more stuff than they did, you know, 6, 8, 10 years ago. No, you're right. You can use a 9-volt battery. Many of us are using a 12-volt lithium with a cigarette lighter plug-in, and we're back-feeding 12 volts to it to give us a little time because if we have lunch in the middle, then we want to still have the problem when we get there. Or doing it. Yeah, okay. Okay, thank you very thank much. Thank you. You bet. Dan, you're up next. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. Um, just a kind of a general question. Um, I've got a 2015 truck with a Toyota little four-cylinder that is about time to put tires on it, and the wheels on this thing look like I stole tires off a Chevette from 1984, so I want to get new wheels, but I'm wondering if it is possible to make any appreciable difference in fuel economy by getting lighter wheels. No. No. I would think that whatever you spent on wheels would take you forever to make up one mile an hour. So I think the math is against you in every way, shape, or form. i tell you what will make uh, the best difference um, is get rid of the junk in the trunk, get rid of all those tire chains behind the seat, get rid of the golf clubs. Um, don't carry your girlfriend around if she's, uh, if... Uh, I'm going to smack them. Just don't even okay. finish that thought. Okay, all right. And uh, then and then also air up your tires to the maximum inflation on the side of the tire and do not use the inflation on the sticker on the door. That maximum yeah. inflation is certainly a, a capable number. It won't hurt you at all. And it's a lot easier to ride a bicycle when the tires are aired up full as it is to ride the bicycle with the tires flat. And if you use a synthetic oil and you keep the windows rolled up, then that's your best fuel economy situation. Okay. Yeah, it's a work truck, so I I drive more than 50,000 miles a year with it. But unfortunately, it's it's carrying around some weight all the time. And that's going to hurt you, too. But if you can keep the tachometer needle closer to 2,000 RPM, that'll give you the best fuel economy because that's the sweet spot for most engines. Okay. So keep it away from four and five when you're drag racing the Nissan next to you, and you'll be get better fuel economy. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you, Dan. All right, Mark. Thanks. You betcha. Oscar, good morning. How are you doing? Uh, quickly, um, if you help me with this, uh, my marriage will finally be uh, happier or fully happy. Okay. Okay. I have a, a 2004 Passat 
and it takes about literally 10 to 15 minutes to fill up the tank. And my wife is already tired, complained, and not happy. Help me, please. Okay. I imagine she sticks the nozzle in and it just goes click and click and click and click. 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 Exactly. That's okay. it. There's a, a vent hose that comes from the tank. And so as we shove, fu shove fuel in, we have to vent the, 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 uh, the fumes out of the tank. And, right. and when we don't vent those, then it's click, 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 and it takes forever. So somebody has to go in and lift it up on the hoist and look where the vent is at and make sure it's not crimped, make sure it's not pinched, and then disconnect one end or the other to make sure that they're not blocked by something silly. This isn't a difficult one to diagnose, but it could be a, a, a tough one or an expensive one to fix. Yeah, that's what I've heard, yes. So, so I think what you do is, is have it diagnosed. And, and one of the other things I want you to do is I want you to get on the Internet and I want you to query 04 Passat, hard to add fuel to it. And see what everybody else says. Because what you're looking for under the very best of conditions, and this happened to one of my customers the other day, and I have that right here in front of me. The customer called me and said, you're not going to believe this, but I actually found something on the Internet, and I, t I took it to the Chevy dealer, and I had a problem with my transmission. I found a bulletin, and then the third and fifth gear uh, wave plate was made of plastic, and it failed. So they replaced it, and they said that the with a metal one, and that, that that warranty goes 10 years and 120,000 miles. The car is good and new, and it didn't take me any money at all. It took me a little bit of research. That's quite different than you trying to fix your check engine light on the Internet, because yeah. that's different. But in this case, under the best of condition, Oscar, if you've been good to your wife and to everybody else, you <laughs> might find a technical service bulletin or some kind of a recall that addresses this on your Passat. And yeah. the second thing to do is is take it to the dealer, and I don't recommend the dealer very often, but they are in the best position, and most likely there's a gray-haired guy that's fixed this before, and I think because of the knowledge level about this specific problem, you're probably best served at a VW dealer. Yeah, and, you know, I'm trying to avoid that, but it seems like I, I read some of the, the, uh, the tutorials and some of the forums out there, pretty common uh, problems with this particular uh, uh, year. Uh, I love the car. You don't have to fix it. Okay. And, and Oscar, here, here's the issue. The issue is is you want someone who had the same problem on a year, you know, right around yours, and then you want somebody who absolutely can describe the repair. And that's what's missing on the Internet. I got the problem, but my next-door neighbor said it's this, and that's not valid. So that's the unfortunate situation. So anyway, Andy, you got it. Oh, Instagram. Mm -hmm. Instagram. Andy, my daughter, has been posting pictures on Instagram. And if you go to Instagram and you follow Salem Boys Auto or Salem Performance Division, mm -hmm. we are, we are, we've got pictures on Instagram that are really weird. Yeah, just different different things um, on the Salem Boys Auto side. Obviously, we're doing more of the repair and things like that. So um, just repair pictures, different things like that. The other day, we had a straw stuck in a blower motor. Um, so I had posted a picture of that. And on the performance division side, um, it's more your lights, your lifts, wheels, tires, all the fancy Fancy, neat, fancy stuff. Neat stuff that Alan does. Okay, so. and on and the other side, it's like if not too long ago we didn't get a picture of this, but... 
a lady brought her suburban in, and inside the air filter box, there was a huge nest of some rat that was living there. Yeah. So I don't know if we took that picture and we posted it, but that's kind of stuff we're talking. Now, that blower motor came in with a bad noise to it, and everybody had said to her that she's going to have to replace the blower. When we pulled the blower out, there was a soda straw stuck in the blower motor like a, a business card on your bicycle. Yeah, flapping in there. And so all we did is pull the motor out, take the straw out, put it right back in. Yeah. So it we, was actually a guy. It was a guy that came in. And he said, replace the blower motor. <laughs> he did, really? Imagine that. Seriously? Yes. And um, we said, what's going on? Well, there's a noise coming from it. So once we got it pulled apart, then we found it was just a straw stuck in there. So I'm glad we didn't take his advice. Oh, you just got me in a bunch of trouble. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate Thanks that. Thanks for throwing at, the woman under the bus. And, and at the end of the show, you toss me under the bus, and then here comes the train. Woo-hoo! All righty. See you next Saturday here, 10 to noon, right here on 960 The Patriot. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.